She hides her flaws, her mistakes and her struggles. Scared to speak out for the fear of rejection is far too great. She holds her battle close to the heart, not knowing that it's piercing through her soul, making her bleed from within. She is drowning in her own sea of desperation and pain. Night after night, the struggle seems to increase while her faith decreases. Every single night, she cries herself to sleep, a tear holding a painful memory of her past. Every night is a battle to hold on to hope, hope, a word that seems so distant from her. Her mind going back and forth to memories that only haunt her even more. Memories of being alone in her bed, shaken with the fear that he might come back and tell her to play along with his perverted game. Only a little girl, but already doing adult things out of her own will. Memories of testing her sexuality with her best friend, wanting to believe with all her heart that the thing that was burning inside of her wasn't true, that she indeed liked boys, just like the other girls. She didn't know it then that this would cause her to fall to a sin that would pierce deeper into her soul. She chases distorted versions of love, runs back to her sin daily, a sin that has chained her up to guilt and shame. Her body consumed with finding pleasure, whether it be in front of a computer screen with a guy or even in her own imagination. And with a click on her smartphone, she has unlimited access to scenes that satisfy her body, but enslave her soul even more. Porn scraping off more of her heart. Her eyes begin to be filled with lust. And this world tells her to hide what's going on, put on a mask even if she's rotting inside. So she finds comfort in what only kills her even more. Alcohol, drugs, pills, or even with a blade. A blade that pierces through her flesh, giving her just a moment of peace, but then invades with a greater pain and an even greater burden. Drinking until she's knocked out unconscious, maybe even waking up to a complete stranger that used her body for his own gratification. Weeks later, she finds out she carries within her the miracle of life. Scared to death, she goes to the clinic and they extract what she calls a big mistake. She wanders this world with an aching desire to end her own life. She attempts, but thank God she fails, for her life is precious, even if she doesn't know it yet. Judged by her appearance daily, not just by friends, but by family as well. Her self-image is a broken mirror. She tells herself, I'm not pretty. I don't look like that model or that actress or my friend. They're beautiful. I'm disgusting. I don't deserve to be alive, let alone to be loved. I am a waste of a life. She has built her walls so high that even she can't escape her own prison. A part of her story written in each stone. She diets not to be healthy, but to fit in this crazy idea of how a woman's body should look like. Her fears are irrational, for she believes she will forever be alone because she always happens to be the third wheel. She doesn't know that she has been created for her Adam. Guys come and go, never a stable commitment with a true foundation. She's in a relationship that has intimacy but lacks covenant. And where her story takes a big twist is when she goes to church every single Sunday. Praise, worships, no one knows what's going on.
Brothers and sisters ask her, how are you today, sister? She replies, I'm good, with a smile that hides her pain. She should be screaming, I need help, but instead chooses to put on her best makeup and conceal her war. She chooses silence. She's comfortable in loneliness even if she's in complete misery. She doesn't say a word. She doesn't seek for help. For her fear is that she will no longer be seen as this joyful sister but rather a disgusting sinner. She's scared that her story will discredit her faith. And this only makes things worse for her for trial after trial, temptation after temptation, sin becomes too heavy. Pound after pound, sin burdens her. She's too weak. She can no longer take a step without falling face first to the ground that sits. She's done. The pain is too much. Her lungs are collapsing, making it hard for her to breathe. She falls to her knees. Tears burning down her cheeks. She can't say a word, but her cries are being heard. Her spirit finally speaking the melodies that have been buried inside of her. The father listens and gets closer and closer, rushing to her side, not having to move an inch. She is embraced by love. She is entirely wrapped in grace. The warmth of his breath begins to give her life. Once again, love runs through her veins, healing the scar tissue this journey has given her. The blood that was shed for her. 2,000 years ago has now proclaimed her victory. The enemy has fled far from her, knowing very well that he will never again touch her. Her mistakes erased completely. Her brokenness turned into wholeness, pain replaced with joy, tears turned into laughter. Shame washed away by the waves of grace. She forever drowns in the sea of love. Her faults and failures transformed into a beautiful victory song. She has been redeemed. She has been molded in grace and now is rooted in love. Hands perfect the clay, fingerprints left by the potter. A masterpiece has been made out of chaos. The angels celebrate that the Father has created beauty out of the ugly. And this, this is her story. You have a story. A story filled with mistakes, pain, and struggles. But it's also filled with the victory that counsels it all out. A story that has been written by the greatest author of all. He wrote it with love on pages of grace. Everything you've gone through so beautifully recorded. The climax of your story was being placed on the same throne as the king crowned and glorified. Your book may be filled with darkness and regret and contain chapters you wish you could rip out and throw away, but my dear sister, it is that story, raw and true to its core, that will be picked up, read, and it will impact the soul of the reader. There was someone out there that needs to know that they are not alone in their struggles for you share it with them someone needs hope and the only way they could be given hope is if we share our stories every page every line every single word you had to hit rock bottom and it breaks 
my heart that you had to. But the beauty of that is that the person after you doesn't have to. Speak and share so we can see a generation that knows no struggle. We would witness a group of fierce believers that would taste victory without ever going into war. A true victorious people. This world wants you to stay quiet, to hide what's going on inside, but God wants you to speak up and express how you truly feel inside, not only to Him, but to others as well. Nakedness at its purest form, inviting others to share in your struggle. The hand is connected to the arm, not only by skin, but by veins and bone. And so are we connected, not because we attend the same church or the same event, but by the same blood and foundation. It's time to get connected deeper. It's time to get connected deeper, to know each other's struggles past and present and grow from that intimacy. If you are struggling, then sister, please speak up for silence will only kill you even more. I know firsthand what silence does, the destruction and chaos it brings. And let me tell you, there's hope, there's love. And if you've heard your chains fall, then pray for those who are still captive. Lay your hands on them. Such a beautiful act of intimacy for the moment you do. You are connecting with their soul. You are letting them know for that moment, I'm here for you. You are not alone. I'm ready to love on you. I may not know your struggle, but let's do this together. Something they need to feel, just like you once needed to. You heard someone's story. You saw how someone poured out their heart to you and it changed you forever. And now someone needs to hear your voice. Someone needs to know it's okay to open up and be vulnerable, but let love take its course. So let me ask you, what's your story? <laughs>